and fellow space adventurers, welcome to another episode of Midmax Brought to you by our patrons. A recap of Session 16. Still aboard the Cervantes, the ship they'd assaulted and commandeered from the FEO, the crew faces down the barrel of an enormous, powerful Eoxian battleship called the Cypher. After some back and forth, they decide to run away! And it's actually much more badass than that sounds, as they manage to escape. They get in contact with both Baru Lor, the Eoxian ambassador on Absalom Station, and Commander Kuthari of the Stewards, their primary quest giver. They decide to head to Triaxis, the dragon planet, for a meeting. And of course, they find a place that is as swanky as possible. A few days pass, and uh, you would be in regular communication with both Kuthari and Lore. And the meeting has been arranged. There's a private room in this resort that you're staying in where you would all go to meet. You go into the room. It's very beautiful. It has a big overlooking window of the lake and the mountains, a wonderful vista. There's a big wooden table, uh, very nice chairs that everybody can sit in. And uh, they've already brought in chairs uh, specific to your physiologies. Varricans, yours is like a little water chair, like really nice little buckets of water that just keep you nice and cool, oh, like cool. little jets. I don't know what kind of chair the physiology of a Sheeran would need, but whatever you need, they know, and it's there. It's real fancy. And Baru Lor and Commander Kuthari come in. You've met both of them. You know both of them. Uh, Commander Kuthari, of course, a female human commander of the stewards. Baru Lor, an Eoxian, a Librian, they're called. He is an ambassador. So everybody has a seat. Does anybody want to do anything as this meeting begins? As they both walk into the area of the of the seating, Vail will stand up and uh, not salute Commander Kuthari, but I'll kind of just like bow gently to each of them. They both acknowledge you. They acknowledge each other. And Baru Lore starts. Hello, hello. I'm glad that we're all able to meet. As we start, I'd like to apprise you of some information from our President Galvin. Have you seen the video of his speech the other day? To be honest with you, Lore, we've been very specifically decompressing, so no, I haven't seen anything like that. I have seen it. It is rather disgusting, says Commander Kuthari. Well, yeah, allow me to show it to you. And he puts up a little whatever thing, and it starts playing a video. And you see an Alibrian, and this Alibrian is dressed very nicely. He is speaking to a crowd, clearly a large crowd, well, large by Eoxian standards. They don't have a super huge population, but there's a decent amount of Alibrians there. He delivers a fiery speech full of invective. He doesn't outright say that he wants Eox to separate from the pact, but he insinuates it. And he insinuates that perhaps there are people who do want that, and maybe he agrees with them. But it's all very cloak and dagger, all very dog whistly. But perhaps the most important thing he talks about is what he classifies as your attack on the Cervantes and your murdering of Eoxians. He uses this to illustrate a growing war between Eox and the rest of the pack worlds and of the stewards, implementing you all as terrorists. 
I'll look over at Commander Kothari and and say, well, I would assume that we were able to provide some evidence here. Evidence of what? Well, that there was criminal activity. It is not that simple, I'm afraid. Even if we were to provide it, people wouldn't really believe it, necessarily. And even if they did, the people who matter aren't going to care. Do we have any idea as to what the corpse fleet is currently up to? Currently, they are simply standing by, as far as anyone knows. I mean, I don't necessarily think I trust what is happening right now, because I feel like if I were in the Yaxian shoes or in Commander Kuthari's shoes, like, why don't they just use this as scapegoats? Like, there's literally no reason for them not to just be like, yeah, here are the criminals. Well, do you want to say that out loud? No, I'm like, I'm antsy right now for like, Varrican is probably noticeably like, like twitchy and like, like darting around, like kind of. Oh, you're worried that you're worried that they are going to use us as scapegoats. Yeah, for sure. Offer us up as sacrificial lambs. Oh, guys, we are the best scapegoats for this, without a doubt. Yeah, there's like. Sole survivors of, of a yeah. mass, um, um, a ship that went completely missing in action, vigilantes almost in the, our treatment of other, uh, and this is my fault <laughs> as Vale, just treating law like you step aside, you don't matter. Yeah, executing prisoners. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're great fall guys. <laughs> yeah, who who did that? That didn't happen. Yeah, we didn't definitely do that to Eoxian citizens. So Varrican's visibly anxious. Vale's going to try to keep his cool as much as possible. I, I don't have... Okay, I have to ask a question. Baru, uh, how much how much information do you have as of what's going on inside e- the Oxian government? Most of it. Most of it? Yes. Well, spill it. He looks over at Commander Kuthari, and Commander Kuthari looks over at him, and she says, Yes. Quite. Spill it, Baru. Fine. I feel as though you must already have some idea of what's going on. There is a faction within Eox that wants Eox to break away from the Pact and start a war with the rest of the Pact worlds. And they would do this with the help of the Corpse Fleet and with the help of these space leeches things that the FEO discovered and weaponized to great effect, as we all know. Well, luckily for us, we do believe that we now understand, thanks to Varakin and Kirsch, the source of the Drift Leeches. Well, not the source, more over the means of how they weaponize it. That is good information. That is something I don't know. I'm going to give a sense motive on that whole thing he did. Sure. Oh, that's right. I'm no good at this one. Damn it. Also, he's like a super high-level diplomat. That <laughs> yeah. Anything he says, you're going to fucking believe. Okay. As a move action, I spend one resolve point to envision an alternate reality in which I trained differently, took different coursework in school, or just paid more attention in the classes you did take. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to choose a skill. I'm going to choose a skill to acquire for one minute. All the ranks I have in the skill to which your compound site feature applies, which I'll go over in a second here, as well as the compound site feature itself, 
you instead apply to the skill of which you are acquiring. So you actually have mechanics for this alternate reality bullshit that you've always been RPing? Yes. You've never used it before? Well, I mean, I use it sparingly. <laughs> that might be the biggest plot reveal so far. I think it is. <laughs> so I, I do get to do it just for a move action, and uh, I'm going to basically move all of the ranks that I have in Intimidate because it's my compound site class feature, which is what I currently have. So that's five ranks. So I would get a plus. So this is my at a plus nine. It was 16 on the die for a 25. 25 cents motive to see if he is bluffing, okay? Mm -hmm. Just a moment. I'm going to make a roll myself. Let me act like uh, what I'm doing matters. (laughs) (laughs) You believe he is telling the truth. Hold on. I don't think that's right because he failed by less than five. Oh, no. It's right. I... Uh... No, 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 no. You believe he's telling the truth. Oh, okay. Okay. Because he is. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's obviously the conclusion to come to. Well, Baru, we believe that the drift leeches exist at some location in the drift. Currently, that's the piece that we're still piecing together. We don't know the location of the leeches within the drift. But as far as we know, the drift is infinite. They could be anywhere. But they're using the factories for the drift leeches are essentially drift beacons for the drift leeches. Interesting. So, so what's our part in this now? What do you want from us? Again, Baru Lore and Commander Kuthari kind of give each other a look almost as if they have discussed this with each other before discussing it with you. And Commander Kuthari speaks. There are many different ways that this could play out. As of right now, the people who want this war to start view you as the enemies, and pretty much everybody else has no idea you even exist. You all have the most knowledge of what's going on and are the most experience with it. Ultimately, we want to try and sabotage these efforts by any means necessary. Multi-headed attacks, I would say, and you would be one of those heads of attack. There are many things that we might ask you to do, that I might ask you to do, the stewards might ask you to do, but I think first would be for you to try and destroy as many of these Drift Leech factories as possible. We may be able to actually get it at its source. I would think if you're going to have people destroy the Drift Leech factories, we're best spent finding the source. The problem is, if we make any kind of direct attack on Eoxian facilities, even though they're not technically Eoxian, they're the FEO, but it's very political, that would not look good. You are already acting somewhat outside of the normal steward's purview. And to be perfectly frank, if you were to be caught, you could be disavowed. Well, there's that pen. So our suspicions were correct. Benzie's suspicions were correct. Why don't you just formally disavow us then? And then we can operate without being part of the steward. So we get rid of that political aspect then. It doesn't make sense why we're still stewards if you want us to go undercover, basically. Because then I wouldn't be able to provide you resources. Officially, you wouldn't be able to. But unofficially, you still would. 
I could look in to see what I might be able to do if we wanted to take that step. What's our next move then? I believe I have found the primary source of the drift leeches. There are very likely many factories still out there that we have not located, but I know where the big one is, and it is also the FEO headquarters. It's on the ox. Of course it is. We'd like you to go there and take it out. Well, do you want us to invade? The good news is that this location is very much out of the way. Intentionally so, on their part, to keep it hidden. But I have the information of where it's at. We can get you Eoxian tags for your ship to allow you to pass through relatively unnoticed. You can go to the location. There are no unliving beings for hundreds of miles. We need to talk a bit about the resources for something like this. We need information, we need intel. Do you have that? What I know is its location, and I know that it is buried within some ancient ruins. I see. Some kind of buried structure from millennia ago, back in the days when Eox was still a living world. That, that does follow the pattern we saw on Castravel of them burying it in old ruins. Interesting. I can't speak to what that might mean. What portion of Eox is it on? Well, it is in the Grey Hollow. The Grey Hollow? That's the southern cap. It's vast, broken, and sparsely populated plain. Uh, is... But that is filled with radiation, too. Cool. Great. And on, like, the whole planet is filled with radiation. Right, yes. Oh, yes. It's a dead world. Yeah. I would say, if that were the case, given proper resources, this thing must obviously be stopped. But even for us to set foot in the Grey Hollow, we're going to need to requisition a bunch of extra things. You just don't go down there expecting to, you know, even move around without dying. Well, we're ready to provide what resources we can, whatever you need. She would provide you with the highest rate radiation suits possible, ones that are going to entirely protect you from the radiation, no matter how much damage you take, just don't take them off. That's that's key. Yes. Yeah. Well, obviously, we need good radiation suits, but that doesn't cover weaponry, materials, possible magic items that will assist in the infiltration. She looks at Mr. Bubbles, who is so laden down with weapons, he is encumbered. We don't have him on it right now, do you? Of course he would. I I do keep a decent amount of weapons on me at all times. Um, (laughs) Currently, it doesn't say I'm encumbered. Oh, hmm, interesting. Nonetheless, she gives you a glance and says, your weaponry seems to be rather substantial already. We're talking about the FEO headquarters, though. We're not talking about a ruin that was just happened to have a Dritch Dritch Leech factory in it. This is going to be heavily guarded. There's going to be guards everywhere. If you think that we're going to be able to get by on that, I mean, that's just not going to cut it. You're asking us to do something that normally a small battalion would do. Well, it's not a large area. It's not a place that a battalion could even fit into. Almost like a dungeon, you could say. And if we fail, it's going to be all-out war. So do you really want to take a chance on this by not supplying us with the best? I will offer you whatever I have on my ship. 
Don't Which, strip it down, boys. It'll say is... How many BP is that? It's not BP. <laughs> no, it's going to be items from her ship's personal arsenal, I suppose. I guess what we could say is you could each get one item of 7th level or lower. Fuck yeah. And I guess we could we could probably include, like, grafts, shit like that, if you wanted to look into those sorts of things. Can I, like, try to pump for more with, like, an intimidate check based off what I said earlier? Mm, yes, of course. Yeah. Because I feel like that's appropriate. It's reasonable. We're asking for a lot, damn it. I'm going to space point that right away. <laughs> you get it a 14 total. There we go. 28. 28. Okay. And intimidate. How does that work in Starfinder? Oh, I'm absolutely going to aid this intimidate roll. Okay. Oh, why the fuck didn't you intimidate, man? Because you've rolled an 18. Yeah, I'll true. take that over anything. I'll add, I'll, add, I'll add two to that. So you get a total of 30. The DC is equal to 10 plus your opponent's total intimidate skill bonus. Or 15 plus one and a half times the opponent's CR. So 15 plus one and a half times the opponent's CR. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Solid no. <laughs> you make it on the nose. Nice. nice. Hell yeah. yeah. So she's a level... She's a CR 10. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, you expect us to get this done or an all-out war is going to happen. I, there's no reason why you wouldn't provide us with this. And if you want this done, we're the only people that can get it done. Fine, I, I will have my engineers on my ship work as hard as they can. Perhaps we can upgrade the items that we could provide you. And in that case, you can get anything up to level 8. And in fact, you are all now level 6. Woo! Hell yeah, dude. It's really effective intimidate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, you're going to get level 6 from this encounter anyway. <laughs> I didn't realize my intimidate check was against David. <laughs> level 8 item? Jesus. I know. I know should, have, should have given us a heads up on this, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were going to try and get things out of them until now. I should have I mean, predicted. I mean, come on, predicted. Man, man. Come on. Is there any other information you'd like to get from them before this meeting concludes? I can't think of anything else. They've already got the location, so we don't need to do any research on it. I suppose, no. Baru would say, we want to prevent a war. And I appreciate you working with us in doing that. And it seems like it's hard for him to say thank you because he's in the Oxian. But your assistance will be necessary, along with the political things that are going to happen and all the other actions we're going to take. Any sort of head up, heads up that you can give us in regards to what else you're doing that may affect us in some way, that would be much appreciated. I will pass along what information I can when I have it. As will the stewards, of course, be in close contact with you. Well then, I'm going to stand up and give them both another slight bow. Say, well, I'm hungry. I'd like to get some food and still got another day at this location. I'm going to enjoy it. Mortals in your eating. I have much to do. I appreciate you arranging this meeting. It has been important and we all have much work. Good luck to you. Have a safe trip back to the station. Yes. Goodbye. 
I will return to my ship as well and try and prepare whatever it is that we can for your expedition to aid you. Kirsch salutes Kuthari before she leaves. She salutes back. And then as soon as they leave, room service comes in and asks what you'd like to order. I'll pamper the shit out of me, baby. They'll get whichever you it's, want. Now it's oh. on the menu, David. <laughs> really immerse us in this. Oysters. <laughs> and they bring you a rock. <laughs> and, and they wheel in a pool so you can lay on your back and crack them on your belly. <laughs> Perfect snack time. Let's all sit down, you know, in a fucking spa or whatever. And let's, let's talk about our motivations. Talk. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to text us, man. How about instead of a spa, we go back to the, my, my brother's place? So you could have an intermediary? Yes. <laughs> I need to make my uh, my demands known. <laughs> demands of the party. Or you, or you could fly your brother to this resort in Triaxis. True, my brother's just going to show up and be like, yeah, Bubbles message. He said he, need, he needed me to come yeah, talk Yeah, you actually sent him a message at the same time. Everybody else got one. Yeah. David, you uh, just fill him in whenever it's, it feels best. I'm, I'm down for that. You guys are all there. Your meeting is concluded. You're all deciding what you want to do. Mr. Bubbles, your comm unit gets a notification. It's your brother. He's arrived. Perfect. So now you have a translator. I love that your party needs a translator. For fuck's sake. We're all kind of waiting for the captain to say something too. I'm I'm really in my head about this one because because Vale's uncertain. Yeah, like this is way more than Varrican signed up for for sure. Like he was having fun doing like midnight raids and shit like that, but this is like full blown assaulting a base. Okay, so the four of you go have a meeting. Do you want to go to your ship or do you want to go to some nice private room, the pool? I feel like we do it on the ship, wouldn't we? You could like rent a boat. Oh, that fuck goes yeah, out like Godfather style. We murder Kirsch on the boat and dump it by. <laughs> Depending on how the conversation goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Swanee's like, what? Yeah, yeah I, I would that. say so. A boat. All right. I would say you so. Go yeah, out on a boat. boat. And in the boat, there is actually a uh, like a like a diving tank. So in the center of the boat, there's this cutout thing. And there's like a cage down there that you can go in to look at all the sea life. And what happens is the three of you put your chairs around that, and then Varrican is just floating on his back. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be relaxed uh, if we're having a serious conversation, right? There are there are four of us. Barry is present. Oh, that's right. Okay. Of course, Barry. As we're like going out into the middle of the lake, I imagine all of us like sitting around and like are, we're in our heads. How do we approach this conversation? We all know what we're about to talk about. It's kind of obvious, except for maybe Kirsch is is out of it. Kirsch has no idea. I'm sure Kirsch has been like, "When are we leaving? When are we leaving? When are we leaving?" Like, and we're going on a boat ride, Kirsch. On the way out there, Vale is going to be going through alternate realities uh, and try my best to find extensions of this reality. The universes that would be the closest to our own is what I'm really curious about. The first thing I want to do is try to find a universe that we didn't do anything. Like, when the Endeavor was taken, there were no survivors. We didn't survive that either. What exactly does that universe look like? So is this a mechanical thing? Or is this... This This is a flavor thing. Okay. Like, the Witch Warper does glean and glance through different universes, right? Alternate realities sure. and dimensions. 
but I'm I'm gonna try to stretch it a little bit, right? You don't you're not like casting a spell like in the old no. days where you could uh, like talk ask a question of your god or something like that, right? No, 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 nothing like that. I mean, I'll expend all the spell slots I have for it, but I don't I don't have anything that's gonna help here really in that regard, spell wise. Then maybe just the question to you is, is I'm trying to find a, an alternate universe where we weren't involved after the Endeavor's disappearance. And what happened after that? How long of a time frame after it do you want to try and get an idea of? Well, I would imagine I'm not glancing through time and space. I'm just glancing through space. So okay. it would be now in that alternate reality. Tell like, me, describe to me what it looks like to Vale as he's looking through these things. Do you get, is it like you're watching a movie? Do you just get little clips? Is it like when Frodo looks into the fucking, like, whatever it is with Galadriel? What, I imagine it's like this shimmering outline in the air that I'm just kind of like opening it. And it's not a perfect circle. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's oscillating. And it just kind of has like this blue static that goes out from the middle. And I would just be looking into a place in an alternate reality. But what I'm wondering is like, how much detail are you getting? I would say sights, sights at the very least is what I would assume. Maybe sounds. What about like feelings? Anything that could be derived from what I'm looking at. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that's place? maybe that's something that's never happened before, but might happen now. But I, I'm looking at like Absalom Station now. If the Endeavor was taken and we weren't with the en- Endeavor and we didn't go after these Riftleach factories, where would we be now? As you focus your mind and your Witch Warper abilities onto all the things that could have been if you never were, or if you ceased to be along with the rest of the crew of the Endeavor. You try to focus on Absalom Station, but your focus is drawn away, drawn to the sun. And in the sun, you see the heat, the colors, and you feel, you feel fear. Fear upon fear upon fear, pain. And then you feel nothing. It's all dead. The nothing, the nothing scares me, and Vale shuts that. It comes back. You can't even ignore it. It opens back up? It opens back up for you. The sun, no. all the people, they're dead. Vale starts, like, using his hands to try to physically close this portal that he's looking at right now. It's, it's scary, and I don't want anything to do with it right now. Like, that's, that's too much. I'm trying to close it. It won't go away. Guys, guys, can you see this? They can't. Fuck, 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 fuck. It goes put, away. Put my head into my hands. Oh, God, and I break this break like shuddering breath of relief. Just, oh, jeez. And then another one pops up. It's Castravel. You see indigenous people of Castravel. Peoples who have lived there for millions of years. Lashuntas. You see happy farming communities. Hunter-gatherers. And then, fear upon fear, death upon death, they're all dead. There is life on Castravel, but it's going away. There's a darkness, a dark spot where you had been, and it's spreading, taking the life with it. And then there's just death. Close that one, or I try to. It stays open, just like the last one. Fuck. 
I can't control it. I'm losing it. I'm losing the control, guys. And then it goes away. Oh, fuck. Oh, jeez. I'm just sitting over here talking to myself, like panicking at things that you guys can't see. I'm curious about Akaton. Akaton? Akaton's where I'm from. Okay. You try to pull up Akaton, and just like when you tried to pull up Absalom Station, you're first assaulted by glimpses of the sun, glimpses of Castrovel. But this time, you are able to get to the destination you want. Things are mostly the same. There's an uneasiness, an anxiety, not as strong as the fear that you felt in the other places, but there is discontent on Akaton. But for the most part, people seem to be living their lives normally. In Akaton, I'm going to try my best to go to my home borough. Would you say that you're normally able to do that? Normally I can, yeah, from any alternate okay. reality. Yeah, you're, you're there. Okay, okay. Are my parents still there? Yeah. And alive? Yeah. I'll close that one. And for a moment, I kind of think, I think about it. Knowing where this is all going, I'm going to open up with the best I can to this reality, a portal to look at Eox. Where in Eox? The capital city. There's very conflicting emotions. You didn't know that Alibrians could have such strong emotions. They're dead, right? Aren't emotions something to do with, like, chemicals in the brain? They don't have those things, but nonetheless, it's there. Some are incredibly happy, proud, very proud. Some are angry. Some are scared. It's conflicted. I'll close that one, too. Vail's just going to kind of sit in silence and stare at nothing while we're going to the spot. Ah, maybe like a smaller portion of the lake, like where it kind of dips in a little bit into the inland, and then it has like, you know, water, like land on like three sides of it, and then the back portion leads out. Yeah, like a little bay, whatever. Cove? Yeah, a little cove. Yeah, that's good. The cove. (sighs) Well, guys, what do we want to do about this uh, strike force situation here? Shouldn't we get going? Without delay? We've delayed long enough. Are we really the best people to do this? Uh, 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 Mr. Bubbles has a question. He wants to know if you all are really the best people to be doing this. That is a very good question, Mr. Bubbles. Well done. Uh, why Why are the stewards having us do this if it's deemed such a highly, it's such a high-risk operation? Like, there's no point in having a bounty hunter, a crazy person, and a mute lizard do this and a steward well we have proven our ability to to complete the task yeah but this is also not the job that we've signed up for feel like they're using us for expendable uh mr bubbles feels as though you are all being used and being treated as though you're expendable and i cannot allow such a thing like that myself i love my brother too much was that last part? I give, I give Barry a nod. I'm done. <laughs> it's a very loving and brotherly nod. <laughs> Vale's still staring off at nothing. Captain, what do you think? Vale looks up. Well, Splash some water out of him. Sorry. I tried to look into this time and uh, an alternate universe similar to ours. Something that's close to the universe that we're in. Except for the four of us weren't in it. We were either 
swallowed up by the Driftleet Swarm on the Endeavor, or perhaps killed earlier, it would seem that whatever this is, whatever the Eoxians are building to, will succeed if we don't intervene. So what you're saying is that there's not going to be a universe if we don't take care of this problem, then? Uh, as far as I can tell, I, I looked at Absalom Station, I, I looked at Akaton, uh, I looked at, at, at Castravel. Castravel looked at me. But this is also, I mean, we could have tried this and failed, and this still happens anyways, though, right? This isn't necessarily that we just don't do it. That's entirely possible, but it's also it also shows me that the stewards on their own aren't capable of doing this without us. I kind of rub the back of my neck with my hand. I, I feel very pensive about this. I feel like there's a good chance that we really shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't like, be do- going through with the mission? Right. Put ourselves at risk like this when there's well, other resources on, to be used? Based on what you just said, one seem like we are the catalyst for for this happening for this winning well that's the other problem did we cause this to occur in some way because of a failure i mean from your description we must have for some reason failed in the in this alternate reality if you remove us what is to stop it from happening here so far as i can tell nothing how do we even trust these visions of yours though they're not visions, Verican. I, I, I actually. Well, what are they? I, I, I tear holes in space. I can't even say that that this universe has had this particular thing happen to it because of us not being there specifically. This is just one of literally endless multiverses. But the farther away we get from this universe, the stranger things get. So I'm hearing we need to get as far away as possible. So Mr. Bubbles thinks that you need to get the fuck away from here as quick as possible. What, away from the Pact Worlds? Yes. That is your solution to run and hide? Let's make everything weird. Let's make everything real freaky. Okay, okay, look, Mr. Bubbles. I don't even know what that means. I, I can't even, I can't even... I can't even get you to see what I'm seeing. How am I supposed to actually transport you all there? But we don't even know if that universe that you saw, though, was even caused from the drift leeches that we're fighting against. Oh, it was, without a doubt. I saw from the ruins in Castrovel that we stopped the factory there with old Otto. The cat hated that robot. I thought you loved that robot. I stuffed him full of grenades and blew him up. Those are my grenades. <laughs> Bubbles like a single tear. <laughs> hey, come on, David. We need the voice. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, Mr. Bubbles is upset because both are his grenades. He was fond of them. His favorite one. <laughs> my favorite one was in there. His his favorite one was in there. He got it from our mother. <laughs> I really want to. I really want to retcon this. Be like. Varrican pulls out a tiny wooden boat holding an empty grenade shell. And he's like, we can put it to rest now, Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> I don't think grenade shells is how grenades work. In fact, I think that is literally the opposite of how a grenade is designed right. to work. We can put it in a nice Viking funeral. 
he just could toss an incendiary grenade at the fucking boat and blow it up. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Oh, it's just now, now, we need a, now we need a funeral for that grenade. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go get cycle. it. Yeah, it that was my new favorite grenade. <laughs> Look, Barrican, I, I literally saw the drift leeches envelop Castrovel from that point at the ruins. But we don't know how far in the future that could be, though. No, I mean, there's... as far as this goes, it, you know, your visions that you're saying, though, could be triggered by any number of things. So I'd, I'm not buying this whole destiny thing. I, 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 have I, to I think clear. he's trying to say it's not a vision. It is I a, have to be clear. It is a current event in a different reality. Correct. There is no time involved. This is this time right now in that alternate timeline. He's, he's not looking at the future of this timeline. We have taken care of that drift leech factory, so that should not happen in this time anymore. Hey, Barry, do you know what the fuck they're talking about? I'm actually speaking with Barry. Right. Uh, so you guys don't hear anything from Mr. Bubbles. All you hear is Barry say, Absolutely not, brother. What? Raise an eyebrow at Barry. What are you talking about? Oh, n- no, we have no idea what you're on about, Captain Bubbles Bell. gives th- the double thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> God, there has to be some way. David, I'm going to play or Hail Mary you right now. Hey. I will trade you all of my resolve points and the resolve points for the next day <laughs> to be able to show everybody on the boat like, I'm going to try real hard. I'm going to focus in on making this something that everybody can see. The image of Castrovel. I want to, okay. I want to like, all my space points, all my resolve points, for as long as you deem necessary, I want everybody else to see this. Do you have any kind of telepathy okay. or anything like that? Or? I have nothing like that. That's the problem. You are going to focus, basically, all of your energy, everything you've got, into doing this. And I will tell you the consequences after okay. you've done it. I that's agree. A, no, that's a terrible thing to agree. I agree. Tyler, you make the worst player character decisions. <laughs> like, no. I don't know. This is all... Vale doesn't know anything about this. Vale wants to show you all this very badly. and But you have no idea how, so you're just going to sit there and you're going to try I'm just going to focus as much as I possibly can. And go ahead and describe what happens. And I will say it is going to be successful. They will all be able to see what you want. David, make him blind. Describe make him blind afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hey, have a mute hey, and a blind hey. guy. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Fail's going to walk up to the bow of the ship. Kind of put his hands out in front of him. He's going to, it looks like he's digging into the air around him with his fingers and he's going to just start pulling. And as he starts pulling his fingers apart, these red and blue arcs of electricity start cascading through his fingertips and up in through the air. Just all of it, all at once, it's just going to open right up and his arms fly out to the side and this 10 foot tall slice in the air opens up. It's going to be Castrovel. Looking down at the ruins of Castrovel, the ones that we were originally in, that black cloud of drift leeches just oozes forth from that spot. It zooms out from that spot, and you see that inky blackness start covering the entire planet. 
the blue waters, the verdant forests all get covered in black. And he has his hands out, still in that, that grasping position. They kind of start shuddering from weakness. And then he lets go and falls to his knees and the portal snaps closed. So you all see that, and not only do you see it and and experience it, the same as Vale did, you all feel it. You feel the fear that preceded it. You feel the pain that happened during it, and you feel the death and coldness that lay in its wake. Vale, you expend every spell for the day. Your stamina drops to zero, and you expend all of your resolve points for the day and you are fatigued. Vale just kind of like shakily gets up onto his feet and he says, that's what happens at this time without us in the alternate world. And he just kind of slowly uses his cane to walk back and sit down at his seat. Kirsch crushes over to check on him. Gets a 33 medicine check. <laughs> He's all right. He's just Damn really, it, currently drunk. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, seeing that he's fatigued, Kirsch casts Lesser Restoration. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, shit. Oh, he's fatigued for life. Captain, what, what did you do? Even my spells do not help you. I don't know, Kirsch. It's... I'm so tired. I've never tried that before. Also... Not to say it was useless, but you have shown us something that we have already stopped. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Kirk is like, yes. idiot. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? We've already, we've already blown that fucking thing up. Did that robot die for nothing, Tyler? <laughs> The robot wasn't dead in that. My favorite grenade! <laughs> yeah, his grenade, damn it! Favorite grenade! <laughs> Look, all I'm trying to say is that those are the effects of us not being present then in this alternate world. What would have happened if we stopped acting in our world? Without being able to see the future, it is impossible to understand. Perhaps we have already done enough to swing the tide. I am not a dictator in our crew. I may be the captain, but I don't ever want to do anything without the full buy-in of the crew. My desires have been made known. I believe Kirschke has made his desires known as well. The two of us, at least, will be going to Eox to attempt to stop this. While I have argued the futility of your display, I, I agree with your... Your reasoning. Th thank you. <laughs> He's such a dick. I love it. <laughs> He's like so so cold logical, but <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I won't make you do anything, Varrican, but I will say that to appeal to your sensibilities, what actually is more badass than raiding any Oxian facility in the dead of night? I just don't know the the reasoning behind going and doing this for them when they could easily just cut us out like this. Like this isn't just a 
dangerous mission. This is something that's going to affect if this goes poorly, we either die or we get excommunicated from the entire galaxy as scapegoats. Well, Was, then wasn't you our alternative your to run? Pirate theory. <laughs> that's going to make it a lot harder, though. Oh, isn't isn't the uh, the first half of being a successful pirate to be infamous, anyways? I'm already a bounty hunter. Yeah, but that's... a legal one. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a really well-known bounty hunter. Be known. Hey, you started this at level one, man. Ouch. You can't be that well-known. Well, I also did kill a, you know, my brother in Exoc in Eoxian Ambassador or a Benari Ambassador. Yeah. Oh yeah, but nobody knows that. No, that's, true. that's classified. Although I do know that you have your own vendetta, or at least a backstory tied to Eox that you haven't shared with us. Is there some other reason that you don't want to do this, Varrican? Something that you're not sharing? Let's just say I don't have an interest in going to Eox again. Again? There's been a lot of emotions that have come up in dealing with this Eoxian pricks. It's not something that I've uh, quite gotten over yet. Here's my vote. I'll take you to Eox, and I'll decide while we're there if it's something I want to continue to fight for. And that's my word to you, Captain. Mr. Bubbles doesn't understand and just kind of looks at Barry and is like, if he goes to Eox and he's already there, would he really just leave? <laughs> this this is as what? bad as the weird fucker showing us a place we blew up. <laughs> Who are these people with me? Like... Here's what I'll say. I'm the most normal uh, one here. Well, obviously, you're the only normal one here. That's clear. But I'll say this. They're interesting. Yeah, I'll agree. I feel like a laugh track would go off right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're interesting. Ah. <laughs> Fuck it. Tell them I'll go. I'm sure we'll get to blow more shit up. Are you sure? Do you want to come with? We could blow off some really big shit. Hmm. I, I still am trying to get them to nuke the place. I can't leave my shop. You know, everything's going really well there. I, I yeah, I, I just like to sit these days, you know? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I might spend a while at this resort, though. Oh, oh, by, oh, yeah. Mr. Bubbles will go with you guys, by the way. What, what, what exactly just happened there? Oh, don't worry about it. So that's uh, two yeses, three yeses, and uh, I'll drive you there. It's a TBD. Mm. He's coming with. I mean, I don't know why he's even trying to act like he's not going to. I know. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Varrican. You know it's true. I, I lean over and just pet Varrican's head. Come on, bud. Come on. You're down in the water. I was going to pat you on the back, but I can't really do that. You're down in the water. He's going to pat you on the back. You can't really do that, you know, so. I'll swim deeper into the little tank and, like, come out the other side. Uh, as you swim deeper into the tank, Barry sticks his head underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> Need another translator. <laughs> I don't I don't have any more if you guys are looking for me to give you a firm answer on this. I can't do that right now. Alright. Anyways, let's fucking get on with this. Let's go to the ship. Alright. So you guys yeah. go to your ship. You fire it up. You leave Triaxis and the fancy resort behind. And you head to Eox. 
to the coordinates that they gave you. Go ahead and roll a d6 to see how long it takes you to get there. Damn it. One day. It takes you one day to reach it. Do you do anything during that day, anybody? I guess the question is, is does Vale get his stuff back in that one? Ah, that is a good question. So, that first night, Vale, you rest. When you wake up, your spells are back. Your stamina recovers. Yay. You are still fatigued. No. Okay. Vale is fatigued. So he's just like permanently fatigued now? You're going to cripple the worst character? I'm sorry, but the worst character in the year. Tyler's already got a death wish. Are you going to just make it happen by fatiguing him too? Fatigued. You cannot run or charge. Take negative one penalty to AC, attack rolls, melee damage rolls, reflex saves, initiative checks, and strength and dex-based skill and ability checks, and reduce your encumbered bulk limit by one. Yup. That's Vale now. Whoops. Just to show you guys a picture in the air. That did not. That did not help your position. That none of us appreciated. I I appreciated it. I also appreciated it. That's why I'm making you perma fatigue. It was good RP <laughs> up until the loophole happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciated it. Here now you're forever fatigued. Benzie, why don't you take a take a space point? Also, and now why am I taking oh, a space oh, yeah. point? Yeah, actually, Tyler, you definitely do get a space point for all of that. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then, along with that, now every time that Vale peers into his whatevers, you do get more information from them now. Like you get the 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 overall feeling of it. You're you're like tuned in to the minds of the people that you're seeing. Sweet. I'm going to spy on alternate dimension Mr. Bubbles until I can understand him. Yeah, he's Never still going to be it's still going to be a locked box as far as that guy's concerned. <laughs> Damn Tyler, it. My my goal at the end of this campaign is for everybody to understand me but you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to get by like planetary defenses at all? I'm going to consider that. Jump in behind the moon or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we could go to Eox. Yeah, you can go to Eox and you can go to that location and there's yeah, very we can't little... just like show up in eox with like their ship that we stole from them well, they said that that one's been blown up officially <laughs> oh yeah yeah so that's true they ship did has been that. totally yeah. like squibbed like By according them, to we eox just... we died but but yeah. you know they're still looking for it yeah but i mean we just fucking paint it bright pink and change the fucking license plate <laughs> That has essentially already happened. Yeah. That would have happened while you were at Triaxis that the stewards would have handled it. They would have changed like all the signatures and everything. Like new names and stuff like that too, then. Like no, it's names, still... names to give them. It's still the Apollyon, obviously. Well, not the ship name, but like our names. Like if they're like... Oh. They know who we are. My name is Curtains. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know what my fake name is going to be. Let me look up pet names for otters once. <laughs> you're supposed to be deciding if you're even coming with us. And you're distracting yourself by pet otter names. Yeah. <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Fart. Yeah. Hurricane Fart. I'll be... Oh, my God. Daxter from Jack and Daxter is an otter? I didn't know that. Wait, Dax is That's a, utterly is ridiculous. Oh, no. Ah. We have to kill him now, don't we? <laughs> we have to rise up against him. Who <laughs> is bound to happen soon? <laughs> well, this was inevitable. <laughs> yeah, it was just a matter of time. 
So as we come into Eoxian space, I'm going to go up to the, the deck without anyone else there if I can help it and just kind of ask Varrican, well, we're here. What's your plan? I've got a few of them right now, but for now, it's we'll see how this goes. All right. I'm with you, Captain. I'm with you. All right. Okay. Down. You set your ship down at the coordinates. Did you say we had to change our names or something? I missed that. No, you don't. Damn it. I thought up a good fake name. What is it? Mr. Bumbles. <laughs> I was gonna cross out a B and put an M on my on my nameplate. That is that is quite good. <laughs> I'll be Mr. Otterly. Mr. Otterly. Well, my name is Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oral. Here we go. Curtains, Bumbles, Mr. Otter, and Carl. Mr. Otterly. Thank you. Oh, sorry, Emmett, Mr. Emmett Otterly. Otterton. Get it it right or he's not coming with. (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking leave right now. I don't care, man. I don't need this shit. I'm Otter here. Yeah. No. Quit handing him those. (laughs) That's twice now. Those are half your fault, Benzie. I can't help it. I'm a fucking otter, okay? It's (laughs) utterly impossible for me. (laughs) Oh, man. That's contagious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you set your ship down on the coordinates. What you see is a vast desert of gray sand. All of your systems on your ship and on your suits tell you that the atmosphere is highly toxic. You can see crags and mountains all over the place. Close to where you set down, you see what look like some old ruins. There's the map. It's kind of brown. Imagine it to be like gray and dead looking. And it is to your north that you see the ruins. I'm expecting there to be some sort of thing on the perimeter. So Vale is going to take his time and look to see if I can find any sentient spatulas in the sand that will come up and smack me in the face or... Sure, go ahead and give me a perception check. Everybody can give me a perception check. Uh, like. Okay, perception checks. What did we get here? Holy cow, we've got some perception checks. So, 34. 7. 34 yeah. for Varrican. 34 for Varrican without an animal. Mr. Otterly. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mr. Otterly. Kirsch uh, gets an 18. Okay. Nat 20, 27 for Vale. There's no reason for me to roll perception. <laughs> Four. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. As you are starting to walk towards the ruins, keeping a careful watch out. Varrican, you feel or sense or hear something almost like tremors coming from underneath the gray dunes. Shit. Uh, so I sense tremors, so I get a sense on where they're coming from, like it's underneath us or it's like... It's almost like it's circling around you. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to load my weapon. Captain, we got company. There's something below us. Something below. Can I do like a nature check? Um, Actually, it would be life be, science, right? Yeah, life science check. Absolutely. A three. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> okay, perfect. You don't know anything about the fucking ecology of Eox? 
Uh, when the roll is so bad, it's like you don't even know what it's like. Nothing. You, yeah, it's just not. It's just something that you don't know anything about. Can I move as well? Like, yeah, you can start to move. I'm gonna space myself out and move 20 feet to the northeast. Yeah, I was gonna say we should space out myself. Kirsch gets a 19. Yeah, Kirsch gets a 19 on a life science to try to know what would be causing this on Eox. Kirsch is thinking, what could it be? What could it be? You're going through the different things in your head that it could be. And then you say, wait, wait, wait. Dust mantas. Dust mantas. Uh, And as soon as you say that, initiative commences. Much discussion and even a little bit of intercrew turmoil. But they've held it together and they're still on the mission. What dangers, secrets, and surprises await them on Eox? Yeah, Dusk Mantis, obviously, but what else? Find out next time as we continue. Min-max and until then, may you have many great space adventures of your own. It's your turn. <laughs>